0: Good morning, everyone. The scripture lesson this morning is taken from Philippians chapter 3, reading from verse 12 through to 16. Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after. If that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark of the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore as many as be perfect, be thus minded, and if in any thing be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. 16th and last verse. Nevertheless, whereto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same thing. Thanks be to God for the reading of his holy words.
1: We've been looking at the theme of what have we learned during this pandemic of COVID-19. And today we're going to consider the point of our priorities. What maybe can change up in light of what we've experienced and where we're going forward. So priorities is is an important piece. And for Paul, the priority is always to keep Jesus number one, to keep the main thing, the main thing, which is Jesus Christ. So he has, maybe we could call it his life goal in Philippians 3, 10 to 11. I want to know Christ in the power of his resurrection, in the sharing of his sufferings, by becoming like him in his death, if somehow I may attain the resurrection from the dead. To be in relationship with Jesus, to know him, to walk with him, that is his life goal. And that is the setup for the text that Uh, Norma had read for us earlier. And the image that he uses is that of running a race. Paul likes these athletic images. And one commentator writes, faith for Paul involved running, wrestling, striving and fighting, none of which would end until the day of Christ. Always staying focused. Karl Barth says in one place that faith is a new history, a history new every morning along that line. A new history every morning. Every morning we are called to embrace our walk with Jesus, to know God as our Abba. That is something we need to keep doing. Keep saying yes. Faith is a new history every morning. So for Paul, it's running that race. We want to keep that in mind. Begins, though, by saying that, hey, I want to run this race, but I don't have it all together. Because to know Christ is a work in progress. He says it. And sets it up in verse 12, not that I have already obtained this or have already reached the goal, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. I have not obtained this. I'm trying to work it through. Even as much as I know Christ now, I still have blocks. I still have some measure of resistance. I don't always say yes. I get uptight with people I work with. We know that Paul had a bit of an issue with anger, and he has some falling outs with various of his companions. I don't always have it together. I don't always say the right thing. I can react the wrong way. I know this, but I keep pressing on, and I'm motivated because I know I've been apprehended by Jesus because Christ Jesus has made me his own, verse 12. I've been claimed by Christ. I know that he walks beside me. He is my companion. I am a beloved child of the Father. I know that and I'm working everything else out but I keep going inspired by that reality that I belong to God. Paul knows that he has been accepted. Someone has said we are not running to make the team. We are already on the team. So Paul knows that and he's trying to encourage the Philippian church that we can have confidence even though we trip up from time to time, do things that we don't want to do, nevertheless we get up and keep on the race, keep running, we don't give up. That's what Paul wants to do and inspire his friends in the church of Philippi in uh, Greece. So secondly, having said that, now let's run. Let's run that race, run with determination. Beloved, I do not consider that I've made it my own, But this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. I run that race. And it's a big statement. I press on, I press on, I press on. I run that race. And we see how inclusive it all is. One writer says, forgetting what lies behind the past in straining to what lies ahead, the future, I press on, the present, the three tenses of life. Past, future, present, this is where Paul's at. Past, I'm not controlled by guilt. I'm not controlled by all the things that I have done. I know that I messed up. I was an attacker, a persecutor of the church. Terrible things I did, but I'm not controlled by that guilt. And maybe in your life you have done things and they rise up and you think, "Oh man, there's no way I can ever be accepted by God, by the terrible things I've done, whatever. And Paul says, no, faith is a history new every morning. Therefore, I'm not controlled by the past, by guilt or the future. And the future is often our concerns, our anxieties. I'm straining forward but I'm not controlled by anxious thoughts about what will happen in the future, about how much money I have, or what will happen to my kids. I'm concerned about all those things, but I'm not controlled by it, by my my anxieties, Paul says. Rather, I press on here, here right now, in the present. And I'm not worried about how I compare with others, I'm in competition with others, forget that. I run my race, that's my calling. And I carry on. Stay in the now. Let's do that. Let's run our race. Of course, there's the story of uh, Eric Liddell, who was a runner, 400 yards uh, in the um, Olympics years ago. And I don't know if you remember, it's from the film Chariots of Fire. And Liddell is on the first turn, and he's, he's pushed and he falls. And of course the 440 everybody else is running, bomb, 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 bomb. And normally you'd think, well that's it, I'm out of the race, what can I do? But Liddell gets up and he starts running and he runs if the race is long enough that he actually catches up and he wins the medal. Wow, he wins the gold medal. Amazing, after having fallen, he presses on That's what we're invited to do, to keep pressing on. It's a work in progress, but my calling is to run in a determined way because Jesus is with me and not to give up no matter what the hurdles are and indeed to move towards maturity. So Paul sums up in verses 15 and 16, let those of us then who are mature be of the same mind. And if you think differently about anything, this too God will reveal to you. Only let us hold fast to what we have attained. So Paul sums it up and he uses that word to become mature. It it actually means to be made perfect, to be mature, to grow in our faith. That's where Paul says we're invited to go to. It's not becoming complacent. It's not about automatic, where we just start floating, plateauing through our Christian experience. No, we are to be mature. That's the goal. Become all that Christ wants for us, to run the race with serious reflection. That is to engage in adult faith. As adults, we are no longer children, and our faith is to grow, even as we grow psychologically, physically, our faith is to grow spiritually, to become adults in our relationship with the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Press on. But for Paul, that doesn't mean everybody then thinks the same. He says he allows for differences. He says, hey, there are going to be times when we don't think the same, but you go to the Father and you hear what he's got for you. You don't have to always go the way I go. Paul recognizes there are differences, but we are called to be gracious to one another, to those of you who think differently, Paul says. But we're always called to be gracious and generous and not judgmental, not to be on attack because people think differently from us. This is a quality of mature faith. When we're always critiquing, always judging, that shows that we are still in an adolescent faith. And we are called to transcend that, to go beyond. And where it ends, Paul says, keep holding fast. So we see that in verse 16. I'll read it again. Only let us hold fast to what we have attained. Holding fast literally says, keep walking the line. It's the same word, Greek word "stoiko," that we hear in Paul and Galatians, keep in step with the spirit. Keep walking the line. Keep holding fast. Through all the challenges of life, you keep holding fast. Keep on point. Even through the challenges of COVID-19, through unemployment, through money issues. Hey, keep holding fast. They are real. They're real problems. I'm not sure always what's going to happen in the future. Paul can be saying that and he recognizes that. But keep holding fast in your faith. Keep staying on point in your life. Keep bearing your burden. At times, Paul says, we bear the burdens of others. But then he says, ultimately, you must carry your own burden. It means you must carry your own cross. You and I are not invited to carry everybody's cross. We can't do that. Can't carry every cross. But you are called to carry your cross. And I'm called to carry my cross. Keep holding fast. That may speak to your family that may speak to your work relationships, that may speak to what's going on in your neighborhood, whatever that is, keep carrying your cross, keep holding firm, keep holding fast, keep walking the line. And we do so in confidence, not controlled by guilt in the past, not controlled by anxiety in the future, but to stay rooted here and now, here and now, with the concerns that you have in this day. Not taking up every concern. Not taking all the concerns of everyone else. You stay with what is your issue here in the now. Follow Jesus and then make that your priority. Your priority of knowing Christ right here in the now for the glory of God. That's your job, that's my job. Maybe we can have learned something about that during this time of isolation, time to reflect a little bit more, to stay with Christ, to walk with him, to keep pressing on in the race, to keep walking the line. And so I offer these words for us today. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.